The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hello, everyone. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel and also on KFNX. And I hope everyone is doing well. Uh, today's episode is all about do we create our reality with uh, two people in crisis and worlds apart. And my special guest today is James Papura. And I'm really looking forward to this interview um, because I recently watched uh, his film and um, uh, James and Steph Papura, and it's uh, basically called uh, Perception Seeing is Not Believing, and I was uh, really impressed. I, I uh, do you believe in their teachings, and um, as a matter of fact, I uh, they went through a, a lot of hardships in their life, and I had a very similar life, a very hard life, and I actually haven't watched uh, films in uh, quite a long time and because uh, my schedule is so busy, but I have to say I actually was crying watching their film because they went through so much hardship and it was just really, I, I don't like to see people suffer and um, it all touched me, but I guess what really touched me a lot was when uh, uh, James was uh, bullied in uh, school. I just couldn't take it, and uh, but I really appreciate what they're doing to help people. And uh, if you'd like to be a sponsor of the show, please send me an email to uh, Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Your business will get a lot of exposure because uh, Voice America is the largest live internet radio network in the world, and KFNX is the largest uh, terrestrial radio network in Phoenix, Arizona. And also, if you'd like to learn more about me, I have two websites. My health and wellness speaking website is kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N, harperspeaks.com. And then my other website is perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. I do offer hair analysis, which tests for minerals and toxic metals, which is a natural approach to getting healthy as well as quantum biofeedback. And in the future, we'll be offering brainwave entrainment and Ness Health. And then just wanted to mention here uh, real quick uh, that I went to see my eye doctor uh, yesterday and I had another reduction in my prescription. So you can uh, find my radio show page on voiceamerica.com. Uh, All my episodes are on the right-hand side when you go to my radio show page, which is tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. And I, I've done, I've had a couple of episodes in the past talking about my uh, journey uh, when it comes to my uh, vision. I used to have horrible vision. Uh, I was, I believe, 
a negative 6.75 and a negative 8 diopters. I'm presently with my contact lens prescription at a negative 2.5 in my left eye and in my right eye I'm at a negative 2. So I've dropped a lot and this is a natural approach to getting your vision back. It's totally natural. And yesterday I went to see my eye doctor and she dropped my astigmatism. It was at a negative 1.75, she dropped it down to a negative 0.75. So my, I'm making great progress, and my goal is eventually to be out of my contact lenses and eyeglasses completely. And uh, also, I just want want to mention, um, and we'll have James, I'll get James' uh, feedback on this, but just me, based on my personal journey, uh, I do believe that we create our reality and this is due to my personal journey and going through a lot of uh, suffering. And I do follow the teachings of Deepak Chopra. He did a speech in the past and he talked about our beliefs creating our reality. And, you know, we're constantly learning. I'm still learning myself, but at this point in my life, I, I do agree with him. And I do believe in uh, meditation. It's very powerful. And I know James and Steph also uh, teach meditation. I do believe in it because I had an eating disorder in my past for nine years. I was able to overcome it through meditation and Eckhart Tolle's teachings. And what I did as far as meditation, I just used to lay in bed, lay on my back, close my eyes, and then focus on my breath. I did that meditation. I also went for walks out in nature, walked really slow, being in the present moment, that also helped me. That's a form of meditation. And then just being very present, like in the moment, like just let's say you're doing daily activities, just being fully in the present moment, such as if you're washing dishes uh, to feel the energy in your hands. And, and that's a form of meditation as well. And I, and you know, uh, I've interviewed guests in the past. Previously, I interviewed a guest and she's a guru in holistic health and she didn't feel that our beliefs create our reality which I do everyone has their different approach and then I have this one mentor in holistic health and he felt that our expectations created our reality Uh, but we'll get uh, James uh, feedback and I also do believe in the uh, law of attraction so let me go over uh, James Papura's uh, bio here and I actually would like to go over Steph's too just because I want people to know uh, what she has been through as well so James and Steph Papura their transformational story is nothing short of extraordinary 15 years ago they, they were two broken damaged individuals who chose to rebuild themselves and recreate their worlds. They are authors and producers of the book and film, Perception Seeing is Not Believing. There's a riveting story recounting in raw detail how personal tragic events become the catalyst for a dramatic positive life change. And James Papura experienced some of the most extreme moments life can offer. 15 years ago, he was an inmate struggling with life in solitary confinement, placed there as a result of his actions while homeless and addicted to drugs. While in prison, he reconciled his life and developed a personal philosophy. Once released, he found his wife, created an amazing family, a beautifully prosperous life, 
and became inspired to share his knowledge with the world. And then Steph's bio here, Steph Papura, um, after surviving sexual abuse and an attempted suicide, she went on to have a beautiful family, co-own, then sell one of the largest construction software companies in the world, and is now a co-founder of Powerful You, whose mission is to impact the lives of billions of people for the better. It is an honor to have James Perpera on my radio show. Welcome. Hey, thank you so much. Thanks for the great introduction. Oh, thank you. And how are you today? I am doing great. Always awesome is what I like to say. Always that's, awesome. That's that's great. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, that's how it should be, right? Every day. And uh, well, at the very least, I should always be shooting for that, right? Exactly. Exactly. I agree completely. Uh, so uh, before I, uh, I, I, James, basically, um, I talked about your background. You went went through a lot of uh, hardship in your life. So is there anything that you would like to share about your hardships, what you went through? So I guess the only the reason why we shared it, you said that you had a hard time watching some of the bullying that, that occurred in my childhood. And the reason that we shared our stories and that we continue to share our stories is because <clears throat> stories open people up. And, you know, what I would like your listeners to understand is there are people right now listening to your program who feel like they are alone. They feel like that nobody sees them, that nobody understands them, that nobody understands their journey or their pain. There may be even people listening to the show right now that are considering hurting themselves, right? And what they need to understand is that they're not alone, that you know, I understand your pain because I've been through that same pain. I understand your traumas because I've been through trauma. And, you know, we've got a world where everybody's running around and trying to be perfect. And they represent these perfect versions of themselves on social media. And I think to a certain degree that's, that's tough because, you know, it's, it kind of, it kind of, um, amplifies this problem of, you know, people have a tendency to create to compare what they have going on on the inside to other people's outsides. And so, you know, what I often say to people is, you know, stop trying to be perfect because if you accomplished it, you would be the only one, number one. And number two is, is embrace your story because when you embrace your story, you give somebody else permission to embrace their story. And you make, it makes people feel like they're not alone. And I just want your listeners to know, the ones out there that might be struggling, like I said, is that there is hope and that your life can be incredible. And, you know, I rebuilt my life from absolutely nothing and using the principles in our book and in our movie. And that, you know, we, you know, when we sold our company, we decided that we were going to, you know, use the money from that sale to share these principles with others so their life could be incredible, too. Right. I think what you're doing is absolutely beautiful and changing lives. And um, so um, before we go to break, James, uh, is your book out presently or will be soon? So the book, the book comes out in two weeks, comes out nice. on November 12th. 
Uh-huh. Um, you can buy it. It's on. It's up for pre-sale on Amazon and on Barnes and Noble right now. The movie is for sale. It's for sale on our website, which is uh, powerful-letteru.com. Um, and we'll be selling the book there in a few weeks as well. Okay. And uh, so I... I highly encourage my listeners to, uh, you know, purchase the book and and please watch the film. It's fantastic. I was really impressed. And so, um, in your in your movie, um, you talk about what is uh, you talk about perception. So, would you be able to share what is perception? Sure. And I guess you know the important thing to understand is. There are two principles that dictate everybody's life. And those two principles are perception and emotions. And I think it's really funny that the vast majority of people don't really understand what perception is or how it works. And they don't really understand the purpose of their emotions. And to say that you don't understand those is to say that you don't understand life, right? And so what we're trying to do through this process of releasing this book and movie is really giving people a fundamental understanding about how life works so that they can use that information to build the life that they desire. I mean, there's 17 years of knowledge in, in this book and movie that we're going to share it for you, but you don't have to go through all the pain and the struggle to figure out the principles that are dictating your life. And so how we like to put it is everything that you are, everything that you do, and everything that you experience is dictated by perception, and emotions give your life the only meaning they have. They are your only motivation. The only thing, the only reason you ever do anything is to accomplish the emotion that sits behind the action or behavior that you're going to attack. Okay. So I'm looking forward to more of this interview. And listeners, we need to go to a very quick break. We'll be back very soon. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on X. And today's episode is Do We Create Our Reality with Two People in Crisis and Worlds Apart? And my special guest is James Perpura. Please stay tuned and we'll be back very soon. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. 
Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K R I S T E N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on KFNX. And today's episode is Do We Create Our Reality with Two People in Crisis and Worlds Apart? And my special guest is... James Papura, and uh, he was talking about earlier about his uh, movie and book, and I do feel it. Um, both are really going to take off. Um, I really feel that this information has to get out to people to change people's uh, lives in the most beautiful way. And so uh, we were talking about perception earlier, and um, James, I don't know if you have any other comments about perception, and also, why does perception alone hold the power to change our world? So I do have some, I I can talk about all day about perception. So I have a question for you, Uh, Kristen. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that you can have the thing that you want most in the world sitting right in front of your face? And just not see it. Absolutely. Right. It's, most people answer that way. But I'm going to tell you a super easy story to demonstrate this principle. Okay. And here's what it is. Is that I want you to imagine a guy. This guy, more than anything, wants to be loved. He wants to be in a relationship. Unfortunately for him, he has super low self-esteem. One day, this guy walks into a store, he walks up to the counter, and the woman behind the counter starts flirting with him. My question for you is, does he recognize that she's flirting with him? No. Okay. And so, the vast majority of people answer either no or probably not. And if you answered no to this question, if you're a listener, I want you to know that you already fundamentally know, understand how perception works. What you probably haven't put together at this point is why, do, why doesn't he see it, number one. Number two is, uh, the second question is, um, what if this is happening to me? What if the things I want most in the world are sitting right in front of my face and I just don't see them? And the answer is to both of those is, is that it is happening to you every single day. 
uh, and this, the other answer is this. You know, the title of our book and movie is Perception, Seeing is Not Believing. Well, seeing is not believing because we, we hear that all the time, right? I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. No. You'll see it when you believe it. He literally can't see it because he doesn't believe that it's possible, which dictates the underlying principle of perception, which is that you do not see reality, right? And most people maybe know that, maybe they don't know that. Well, the question is, if I don't see reality, what do I see? You see an interpretation of what you think reality is, right? And so how that basically works is that when you have an experience, your mind does something similar to a Google search. It goes into your past experiences and it finds experiences that are similar to the current experience and it delivers you the same interpretation of the current experience of the, that it did the last time you had a similar experience and says, this is what this means. Well, the, the interesting part about that is, is that you have no access to reality. It's only what you think reality is based on a past experience. And so one of the things you have to understand is your subconscious mind takes in millions of bits of information a second. It's literally taking in every aspect of every situation you're in, every word, every thought, you know, all around you. And so it has to deliver in, in a millisecond meaning to you so that you can make decisions based on what you're seeing. And that mechanism was there to keep us safe. That's why we process information with assumptions because that's, it's a speed thing. But I want you to think about it this way. So essentially, here's the way your mind works. Is that what happens is when you're having an experience, your mind, just for capacity reasons, doesn't go looking for things that you don't believe are possible. Because it just doesn't have the time. It doesn't waste energy looking for those things. And so that's why the guy in the store didn't see the girl flirting with him. In reality, the girl was in this, that's the reality of the situation was she was there, she was talking to him, she was flirting with him, but he didn't see it. Why? Because I said he had low self-esteem. And so, essentially, here's what's going on. Low self-esteem is that he has a belief on the inside that he has about himself. That low self-esteem says that girls wouldn't be interested in him, therefore, he doesn't believe the girl would flirt with him. That's why he doesn't see it, because he doesn't believe it's possible. And so his mind isn't on the lookout for that experience. And so even though this is the thing he wants most in the world, he doesn't see the opportunity to get it. And we see this demonstrated in our society all the time. How many people we know who've known each other for years, maybe even worked together, they both crushed on one another, but they didn't figure this out till years later, and then as soon as they did, they got married. Right? This type of stuff happens all the time. And what I need your viewers to understand is happening to you. You mentioned the law of attraction. Here's what's interesting about the law of attraction. is Most people don't fully understand how the law of attraction works. The law of attraction really was never to draw something into your awareness. What the law of attraction is, is once you set your intentions, then that information or the opportunities around that attention intention start becoming available to you. 
not unlike, I don't know what kind of car, you know, you drive or your listeners are driving right now, but I'll bet when you went to buy that car, whether you decided beforehand or you just bought it off the lot, as soon as you decided and or bought that car, all of a sudden you see that car everywhere, right? And the answer mm-hmm. is it was always everywhere. It just wasn't in your awareness because you weren't thinking about it. And so because you bought the car, you decided you were going to buy that car, it became a part of your awareness. Well, that's the same thing that happens with your perception in the sense of when you set your intention, the opportunities to get those things start popping up. But because of perception and your current beliefs, you only see those things if you believe that they're possible. So the reason we get a vision board and stare at that board, it's not to draw things into our awareness that weren't already there. It's to foster beliefs so we will see the infinite possibilities that already surround us. And so the biggest idea around perception is that if you have a goal or an idea or a plan for your life that you're trying to execute on, the first thing you have to do is believe that it's there, believe that it's available to you, believe that you're capable of having it, is to foster the beliefs around getting that thing. And that's how you create in the physical world. And so your perception, much like your eyesight, you were talking about eyesight at the beginning of the show, works in a limited field, right? Mm -hmm. And so that field is based on possibilities and priorities set in your mind. Mm -hmm. Needs always trump wants. That's number one thing in the field. And so, you know, if you have a, if you believe that you need, you know, that you're not safe, then safety trumps a want of something else. And so it, it presents those things first. The other thing is belief. You only see what you believe to be possible. The more you believe it, the more likely you are to see it. The less you believe it, the less likely you are to see it. And so that's essentially how perception dictates it. And so one of the questions a lot of people ask is, is, and they don't seem to understand is, well, if I'm not seeing reality, what am I seeing? You're seeing an assumption of what reality is based on what it was in the past, right? And so that's the way that it really works. And that's your field of perception, right? It just works exactly like your eyesight. And so what's essentially happening is for those millennial viewers out there, I'm going to explain it in a term that's really will make sense to them is that everything that you see and feel on the inside is getting reflected on the outside. So essentially your beliefs are getting broadcasted onto the screen of the world. And that's all you're ever interacting with. Right. Another way to explain this to younger users is it's literally like a video game, right? In the sense of the, the program that is running is your beliefs. So there is no mystery to life. You know, people say to me all the time, they're like, well, I don't understand why, you know, I am having this happening or that happening or this happening or that happening. And I literally say to them, because you're not being honest with yourself. There's no mystery. You could take your current life and you can map it out, right? You have a relationship pattern. So you can look at today and you can say, okay, well, right today, here's the state of my relationships. Was my relationships better or worse a year ago, right? 
And if the current trend continues, where will my relationships be a year from now? This really works easy with money. What is the state of your financial affairs today? Are you in less debt or are you in more debt? Do you have more money or less money than you had this time last year? How much more or less? If that current trend continues, where will I be a year from now? Same way with the career. Same mm-hmm. way with, you know, your health and fitness. You know, do I weigh more or less than I did this time last year? Right. right? Well, if I weighed 10 pounds more, you know, less than what I weighed right now, and I've gained 10 pounds over the next year, I can only assume that I will be 10 pounds more. And you can stretch that out as far as you want. And so people like to think that there's mystery in life, but there really isn't. You just have to learn to be honest with yourself about your experiences. So let me ask you a question, Christian. You saw the movie, right? Yes, yes. I want you, you know, we don't have to ask, you know, questions based on what you think I want to talk about. What I would like to talk about is what was your experience? What questions did watching the movie bring up for you? Um, uh, questions that I would have for you just based on the film, uh, for me, it would just be, I, I guess, the question that I would have, and I'm still learning, James. You know, I, I had an eating disorder in my past, and I had a limiting belief in my unconscious mind, which was, I am fat. And that created my reality of an eating disorder for nine years. And, and I was able to, I noticed the limiting belief through meditation. I, I wasn't aware of the belief for quite a long time until I implemented meditation to my life and then during meditation it came up I continued to do my meditation and then eventually it was eliminated uh, so right now James my how I feel about reality is that I feel our uh, beliefs create our reality and um, I I guess my question um, to you would be there's just a lot of information out there as far as some gurus don't think that our beliefs create our reality. There's another guru who believes our expectations create our reality. Others say interpretations. And so I guess my question to you would be, uh, is, what you know, is, well, yeah. yeah, what then? Right? Yeah, yeah, and do we create so reality? Let's look at your reality. Let's yeah. look at your eating disorder, okay? Yeah, yeah. And I want to separate myself from those gurus you're talking about because that's definitely not me. I'm just a guy trying to figure out how the mechanisms right. apply. But so let me right. do this. How long did you have your eating disorder for? I had it for nine years. Nine years, that's a long time, right? Yes. And so my question is, how many times did you try to quit the habit that came along with your eating disorder, whatever that habit might be, I in tried that nine-year span? Uh, many times, and nothing was working for me to overcome my eating disorder. Okay. And so essentially, right... Is if if nine years is you know let's call it I don't know five you know two three six seven nine yeah it's like eighteen thousand days or something right so like that you probably tried eighteen thousand times right I mean every day you wake up and you're like I'm not going to do it today 
you know, whether it's purge or whatever else, right? And so the, the question that I have for you is, why didn't those, you know, 10,000 times you tried before, why didn't they work? You know? And if you don't know, it's okay. Yes, this is what I feel, James, is I feel that uh, what I tried, those different um, paths that I took and different modalities, et cetera, and counseling, I even went into a treatment center and so much more, didn't address the limiting belief that I had in my unconscious mind. And I had to release. Yep. That's the right answer. So, mm-hmm. let's talk about why that had to happen. Okay. So, I want you to imagine somebody goes to a doctor, and they go into the doctor, and they're overweight, and they ask the doctor, well, what do I need to do to lose weight? Right? And the doctor says to him, well, you need to eat less, and you need to exercise. And so, there is a big narrative for change, right? And you could have listened to this narrative for those nine years. You know what, Kristen? You just didn't want it bad enough. You're just not trying hard enough. You're just not working hard enough. That's the narrative we hear in the personal development space. You Mm -hmm. just have to break the habit, right, for change. And it's like, I'm freaking trying over here. What do you mean I need to break the habit? I'm trying to break the habit. And the reason that's the wrong narrative is because change was never about habits. Habits are a part of change, but they are literally like you're working at the level of effect, not at the level of cause. So if you attempt to change an eating disorder or a weight you know, disorder or any disorder at the level of the behavior, it's never going to work or in very few cases. And here's why is you know, let's say, because this is the thing, it's like, okay, well, you don't want it bad enough, and you're not working hard enough, you need to do the work. Well, okay, I'll do the work. So this guy, you know, goes into the doctor, and the doctor tells him he needs to lose weight and exercise. I want to talk about how hard change is. So let's say this guy sets out on a journey, and he's going to lose this weight. 90% of change fails. 90%. Now, that's change straight across the board. With weight gain, it's 94%, right, with losing weight. Let's just keep the 90% narrative. So 90% of people who set out on the journey to lose weight will fail, okay? And then of the 10% that do manage to change, there's a much more disturbing statistic. And that is, of the 10% that do manage to change, 70% of those... So seven out of that 10 actually gained all the weight back within the first year. And so I became obsessed with this idea of why we give it all back. And the answer is, is that over the period of time of that nine years, you probably accomplished changing the habit many times for a period of time, right? Mm -hmm. You were able to stop for a short period of time, but it didn't stick. Right? And the question is why? And here's the answer. It's because you can only change at the level of belief. And so if we look at that full 100% of people who tried to change, only 3% actually accomplished it and allowed it to stick. And so the question is why? And here's why. Because 
we're trying to change at the level of fat. And so if you set out on a journey to lose weight or to stop an eating disorder and you're focusing on the habit of not purging, or if you're focused on the, the habit of not eating, or if you're focused on the exercise, the habit of not exercising, you're addressing at the level of habits, the reason the massive, the most people fail is because if you don't inadvertently change the, be, the belief that's driving the behavior yes. during that process of change, then as soon as you take your conscious attention off of that change, the belief is going to reset the behavior because the belief, not the habit, is driving the experience. Exactly. I agree 100%. Right? So our model for change is all wrong. Why? Because we don't understand that you can only change at the level of belief. Exactly. Very good. I agree 100%. Right? And so when you ask me what dictates our experience, it has to be beliefs because beliefs drive behaviors. Yay. I'm just so happy you're here um, because I don't feel like um, there's enough teachers talking about this. Do you agree? Oh, absolutely. Because what they would say is do the work. And the problem is if you lost the weight... You did the work. You made it to your goal. And you still have a 70% chance of giving it all back mm-hmm. because they're focused on the wrong thing. If mm-hmm. you go after the belief, and I'll talk about how you do that in a minute, then once you change the belief that's driving the behavior, the behavior automatically goes away mm-hmm. because there is then it becomes very easy to change the habit because there's nothing supporting or holding that habit up anymore. Mm-hmm. And so our model for change is all backwards. Now the question is, how do you find the belief? And you mentioned meditation. Yes, and so and, and, and James, way. okay, and uh, James, I'd like to talk about that after a break. I have one more break here. Uh, this is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel and also on KFNX. Uh, today's episode is Do We Create Our Reality with Two People in Crisis and Worlds Apart? And my special guest is James Papura. Please stay tuned and we'll be back very soon. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to KristenHarperSpeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N HarperSpeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. 
Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on KFNX. And today's episode is all about do we create our reality with two people in crisis and worlds apart? And my special guest is James Papura. And I just wanted to mention, because I was talking about my eating disorder earlier, so I would say at the very beginning... Uh, I did not have cravings very often, so there were times that there would be some time that would pass and I wouldn't have cravings, but what happened was eventually, the more my eating disorder progressed, uh, the more I would have cravings, and (laughs) towards the end, I remember it was so intense where I had cravings almost all day long, just constantly, Uh, so... uh, the beginning, it wasn't as intense. I had more of a break between binge episodes, but the longer the the longer I had my eating disorder, the more binge eating episodes I had, the more cravings I had. And so basically for me, I was just doing my meditation. The limiting belief came up, and I just continued to do my meditation uh, each day based on Eckhart Tolle's teachings. That's how I was able to identify my limiting belief, but I would like to uh, continue our uh, conversation here, and uh, James, if you could let my listeners know, based on your approach, how do people identify a limiting belief and to release it, to eliminate it from the unconscious mind? Right, and so we actually have a mechanism available to us at all times to tell us what's in our subconscious mind. And that mechanism is called your emotions. And so most people don't understand the meaning of their emotions. They just totally don't get it. And so here's what I would tell you is that your emotions, right, are an indication that something's wrong on the inside, 
not that something's wrong on the outside. And so, so oftentimes what we do with emotions is we project our emotions on other people. Why did you make me mad? Right. You know, and nobody can make you anything when it comes to emotionals. Right. And so the other side of it is, is that we often make other people's emotions about us. You know, you, you know, that person doesn't like me because they're, they're mad or angry. And so that we have a massive, you know, misunderstanding of emotions. And so when you have a negative emotional response, that a negative emotional response is pointing to there's something wrong on the inside, right? Not that there's something wrong on the outside. And so here's what I would say is why do the things that upset you upset you, right? And so, you know, um, for me, it was about people calling me stupid, right? You know, my kindergarten teacher called me stupid, and this is all in the movie, and really abused me in this area. And so I believed deeply on a subconscious level that I was stupid. And even as I started to change that belief on a conscious level, I still harbored those feelings of being stupid. And here's how I know I still harbored them, is that people say a lot of things to you in any given day. The question you have to ask yourself is, why do the things that upset me upset me? And so here's how it went for me. You could call me ugly and I'd laugh it off, or you could call me this or that or the other thing, and I was just not paying any attention to it. But if you called me stupid, it was on. I was mad, right? And I was on the attack. And you didn't even have to say the word stupid. You could have just insinuated that I was stupid. Like, oh, you wouldn't understand. I'm like, oh, you call me stupid? And so the question is, why do the things that, that um, upset us upset us? And the answer to that question is because they are pointing at false and limiting beliefs that we have in our subconscious mind. And so as you had this urge through your eating disorder to, you know, binge, right? What would happen is is that you had many times over the nine-year period of time to uncover the belief prior to you getting in meditation and understanding what it was. And so what happens is this, is that as you get that urge and that negative self-start talks, talk starts, you have all these negative emotions you're feeling that you're trying to escape. If you take a minute and go, why do I feel like I need this right now? Why is all of this negative emotion coming back? And if you go into and you're able to be honest with yourself about what you're feeling, what you probably discovered, and we didn't discuss this part, is that you didn't feel safe, that you didn't feel secure, that you didn't feel good enough. And so every addiction or disruption is based on a need to escape something, not on the outside, escape something on the inside. It's that belief that you're not good enough. It's yes. belief that you're not skinny enough, not proud enough, not anything, right? And so you're just like, I can't feel this feeling of not being good enough. And so I drown myself in my addiction. That's what eating disorder is, right? I'm just going to drown myself in this addiction. So I don't have to think about it anymore. And so essentially, you know, what an addiction is, it's a false pretense to bring you into the present moment. And in that, when you're engaging in your addiction, the only thing you're thinking about is your addiction. So it draws you out of the thoughts or worries you have about the inadequacies you might feel inside. Mm. 
And so essentially that's what's going on. But if you take as emotions right up inside of you, then, then um, those emotions are telling you something. Every anger, you know, every bit of anger goes back to a fear that you feel in your past. When you were made to feel something that is less than true about yourself, right? And so it's based on these rejections we have through our past that make us feel like we're not good enough. And so here's what I would tell you is it doesn't matter what level of anger you have. Whatever ego you brought up, if I allowed you to bring that up and we found it in your body, it would take you back to your child. And we, we went back to the memory that was attached to it. It takes you back to the first time in your life that you felt like you weren't good enough, that you felt massively rejected. And the truth is that rejection gets imprinted in our system, and that becomes the fear that dictates our current experience. I often ask people if they live in fear, and the answer to the question is, of course I don't. Really? What would be different in your life if you absolutely knew that none of your fears were real? And they're like, oh, you know, I would show up different. All these things and, would and, change. And I'm like... And, and James, we're at the end of my show. I apologize, but I really enjoyed uh, conversing with you, and I wish you much success with your uh, film and your book. And I just feel like we need more people like you in the world. Um, you're teachings are very powerful and you're going to help a lot of people so thank you for coming on you tell people where to get our book my book and my film powerful dash letter u.com get my book yes. and my film there well, th- well thank, thank you, you so, so much. much thank you so much and this is Kristen Harper radio show host my show is tips to keep you healthy happy and motivated on voice America's health and wellness channel and also on KFNX and I highly encourage my listeners to uh uh, purchase this book and also watch the uh, film. I am on the same page as uh, James and Steph. Um, thanks for tuning in and wishing all of you a wonderful week and uh, many blessings. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week. 